0: Well, why don't we do that to the Lord just a moment longer? I love you, Jesus. Don't you love the Lord? Don't you love the Lord? Hallelujah. I'm going to give great honor, great honor to my man of God and his beautiful, wonderful, godly family whom I love and adore great people great leaders if you're going to model yourself man, woman, child if you are going to model yourself after anybody I would be remiss to tell you to look elsewhere because there's no finer pastor I love you I love y'all appreciate everything love this great powerful wonderful church I've said it before and I'll say it again you're the greatest church on the face of the earth I love you I love you I've got some some great friends and family here keep celebrating family coming in got friends from way back when and it is a honor Yeah, I'm stalling a little bit. I had a message prepared. I have a message prepared and wrote up. And uh, the pastor told me I was preaching. Started seeking God like every preacher so nervously does. And wanted just to stick with my, my program here. God kept needling on me and kept dealing with me. And wouldn't really quite tell me what it was about until I got here this afternoon and fell on my face. And squalled in the carpet. He got to saying a few things to me. and So I don't have... I've got my iPad, but I don't have any notes except for just a few things that I've wrote down. Media team, I apologize for not getting you what you need, but we're going to be turning to the second book of Kings, the 13th chapter. While you're turning, I want to give honor to my beautiful wife and my children my family that has been by my side pushed me and sometimes kicked me i love my family i love my wife she is my i guess i don't know if she, her or pastor is my biggest supporter but either way i'll take both of them second kings 13 We're gonna start reading at the 14th verse. Now Elisha was fallen sick of his sickness, whereon whereof he died. And Joash the king of Israel came down unto him and wept over his face and said, O my father, my father, the chariot of Israel and the horsemen thereof. And Elisha said unto him, Take bow and arrows. And he took unto him bow And arrows And he said to the king of Israel Put thy hand Upon the bow And he put his hand upon the bow And Elisha Put his hands upon the king's hands And he said Open the window Eastward And he opened it Then Elisha said Shoot And he shot And he said The arrow of the Lord's deliverance. An arrow of deliverance from Syria, for thou shalt smite the Syrians of Aphek till you have consumed them. And he said, Take the arrows. And he took them. And He said unto the king of Israel, Smite upon the ground. And he smote thrice and stayed. And the man of God was wroth with him and said, Thou should have smitten five or six times. Then thou had smitten Syria till till thou hast consumed it. Whereas now thou shalt might Syria but thrice. I'm going to try my best to follow the Holy Ghost. And speak to us just a few brief moments of the arrow of deliverance. Why don't you put your Bible down and why don't you link your voice with mine because I need your prayers. Wonderful God, merciful Savior, I love you and I appreciate you God. I pray Lord that tonight that you anoint my lips of clay as I try to tap in and find the vein of the Holy Ghost and try to follow your leading. I pray that you have me say only what you want, nothing more, nothing less, and let your will be done in this place tonight, that which you have spoken to me already. I pray it be done. We love you. Why don't you take just a moment and clap your hands. Oh, I love you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, you can be seated. You can be seated. I, I, I started out my day... Not knowing I was going to, for sure, what I was going to do here. Once I got the, the call, I got to thinking, man, I need a haircut. Or a hair trim. As, uh, as I get older and some of it is going, the haircut now becomes a trim. Like some of my, my great friends, you know who you are, I ain't got to say your names. Then I got, to, got home and got to getting ready and I put my suit on and I went, I think I wore this suit Sunday night. Man, trying to get direction and trying to feel after the Holy Ghost and all this old other stuff running through my head. And so if you'll bear with me, I'm going to try my best here for just a few short moments because I don't have a lot. I'm going to try to talking here just a few minutes about what God spoke to me about tonight. God spoke to me clearly. He spoke to me plainly while I was laying right there, talked about deliverance tonight in this house. He didn't really tell me anything about what it was. He, I, I had a few things pop in my head, but I'm not going to stand here and tell you God spoke to me and said this, this, this will be for deliverance tonight. He, he didn't do that. I, I'm not going to tell you that he did that. But what he did start to talk to me about was about, about the scenario here that is unfolding between the dying prophet Elisha and the now king uh, of, of Israel, Joash, and he 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 started to unfold some things for me, and I started trying to kind of paint a picture in my mind. Colton, if you'll if you'll go and get get my get my stuff that I got you to bring for me, I started kind of trying to paint a thing in my mind, paint a picture in my mind of of what was going on here and what was what was happening here and and why precisely it, it was going on, and 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 all I just I saw started thinking about about about. Elisha telling telling the prophet, you can just set it right there, son. The prophet talking about this bow and this and this arrow, and I said, "Well, God, I said, well, what, what, what does what's a bow and an arrow? I mean, and to us, what we think about it, a bow and an arrow is 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 for us is hunting." For us, it's it's archery. For us, it's a thing that we uh, a thing a pastime to some people that like to shoot their their equipment and, and and to us that like to climb a tree in frigid frigid conditions and hunker up on the side of a tree like a coon just standing in crazy conditions and we're sitting there with a bow in hand waiting for a deer to come out and we're thinking boy we are some idiots but we do it every year every year come come and go. So I got to thinking, you know, that's, it's not what that is. So a bow in my mind here, you know, a bow represents a weapon. Then, a, then a bow was mostly used for warfare. It was used for 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 uh, for the uh, the armies of the kings, and and they had archers and they had they had swordsmen. They had infantry, but but the archer he would have a bow. And if you've ever looked on any of these, these bows weren't just little bows like what like what you see right here. The bows that they would use would be long, long, long bows. Don't worry, I'm not going to shoot this bow in here. They would be great big old long, long bows. And the longer that bow, the more you could pull that bow back and get the flex of the limbs. And the more you could pull back, the further you could shoot that arrow. So he tells the king, he says, Take your bow, take your arrows. He says, put the bow in your hand. Your quiver's upside down, by the way. He says, hold the bow. And the king grabs the bow. And the prophet reaches his hands. Put your hands around my hands, pastor. He puts his hand around the king's hand. And what he's doing right now is he's linking his faith with that king. And he's joining together with him as he is going to see deliverance come to the king and to the armies. And he tells him, he says, open the window. And he opens that window to the east. And he loads the arrows and he tells him, he says, to shoot. And the king shot. I'm going, right, Lord, I, I get it. I get it. I got to thinking about the further you pull a bow back, the further you can, you can, you can draw the, those old bows back, the further it would send that arrow. He called it the arrow of deliverance. And my mind gets to playing and God gets to talking to me about the arrow of deliverance. The farthest that he could shoot that arrow, meant in my mind, the more deliverance. Is where I'm is where is what's in my mind. I'm thinking more, more deliverance, more deliverance. So he shoots the arrow and, and confirms the deliverance from him. So in my mind, as today as I start to try to draw the parallel real fast, the prayer is the is what is symbolic to the bow. The stronger prayer life that you have, that we have, the stronger that prayer life, the further you're gonna be able to send those arrows. When you've got something coming against you and when, when you've got things happening in your life and the stronger that prayer life that you've got, shoo, shoo, you get to draw all that bow back shoo, and you get to release those arrows. You're not doing it in the physical, but you're doing it in the spiritual. You're letting that spirit man do some work. You're letting God do some work in your life. And the stronger that prayer life becomes, the greater the distance that arrow is going to go. The greater that distance arrow goes, the more adversity it goes through. The more ground it covers. So used to, Brother Casey, when you would draw a bow back when we were kids, and you would draw a bow back and you would shoot at 40 yards or so and hit the eyes like you used to do, 40 yards might cover a little bit of sickness. And it might cover a little bit of heartache. But when you can sit back and you can go 100 yards, now that covers a little bit more. That covers some real, real heartache and some real, real pain. And then when you start to send those arrows further, it starts to cover a whole lot of more things. You get to start pleading for the blood of Jesus as you send one more arrow. When your family's going through hell, you get to pray and you get to bleed the mercy of God. And you send another arrow. And you go and you pray. And you hit your knees and you pray. What am I doing? I'm pulling a bow and I'm sending arrows I'm sending them out as far as I can send them I'm sending them all into the depths of hell I'm reaching for that person I'm reaching for that scenario I'm reaching and I'm sending that arrow The further you can shoot determines how far the arrow goes, which is is symbolic to how far we'll go in Christ, which is symbolic to how far that your family will go in God. So tonight, some people here may not think they can pray enough to where it really matters. You've just started a prayer life. It don't you don't get from point A to where you're pulling a child's bow to where you can reach and you can pull 70 plus pounds back overnight. When I was young, I would pull 45 pounds or something like that. I remember it vividly. We were in Walmart, me and a couple of other guys that were, we were young, man. We were like junior high young. And and there were some other guys looking at them bows up there, and they would reach before they had them all tied up. And this is probably reasons why they do now. They'd grab those bows, and them boys that was way bigger than all of us, old scrawny country boys, they they would yank, they would pull, and they couldn't do it. And each one of us would grab that bow, and we would... We we just man, how do you do that? Because we've been doing it for a long time. We've learned the technique of it. We've, we we develop muscles that 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 it takes to pull that bow back with ease. Such as a prayer life. When you start praying, you can't expect. You can't expect to walk into the throne room of God and demand things. But when you start developing a prayer life, when you see somebody down, I can pray for a brother Donnie Tari now and I can expect to see results. I can pray for somebody right now and I can expect God's fixing to do something for them. I've been walking in it a long time now and I've, I've got a lot of prayers under my belt and my grandmother has got a lot of prayers under me too and I can link my faith with her faith even though she's going to the Bible talks about those prayers I can link up with hers and I can send arrows and I can send arrows and I can send arrows so just because you see and you pray and you think things and they're not happening yet don't think that you're not capable of praying Don't, don't get down into that trap to where you're thinking that your prayers don't make a difference I'm telling you they do the next thing is the prophet told the king, he said, take the arrows of deliverance. I, I was too scared to bring anything that would really do anything. I, he told him, he said, take those arrows and smite the ground. Now notice... The king did exactly what he was told to do. All he knew was the prophet told him, smite the ground with the arrows. Elisha didn't tell him how many times to smite it, Brother Spanky. He just said, smite it. What would determine how many times you smite the ground is what you're you're up against. So many, so many of us, so many times, myself right in the first position. I'll be up against something, and I won't quite know how to handle it. But I'll pick up an arrow, and I'll smite it a few times. And then I'll stand back and think God's just going to do a work. When the prophet got mad, the Bible said the prophet was wrought with him. It said, why did you smite only three times? You should have smoked five or six times. Why five or six times? Didn't matter about that. What he was telling him was you should have smoked until you can't smite no more. You should have just kept smiting until your deliverance had come through. You should have kept smiting until you knew that everything was going to happen. You should have just kept smiting until you knew you were going to get delivered. You should keep smiting until you're delivered from that addiction. You should keep smiting until your child is back sitting on the pew with you. You should keep smiting until you see it done. Stand with me, stand with me I'm telling you I'm not going to be long I'm not going to be long I want you to all stand I I want you to think I'm going to put an arrow over here And I'm going to put an arrow over here And I want anybody That needs a miracle from God Anybody that's up against something tough Something that you know Hey I can't make it without you God Something that you know I'm tired of battling with this I'm tired of dealing with this I want you to come And I want you to take one of these i want you to pick one of these up up uh, brother britt case come up here come up here we're gonna smite a little bit for heaven we're gonna smite the ground together for heaven. we're gonna see them come back we're going to see them come back. When you get through smiting, pass it off to somebody else. Because there's a whole lot of smiting that can be done here tonight. There's some people that's going through hell. There's some people that don't know where to turn. There's some people that's done, got borrowed all they can borrow. The doctor is given a negative report. The family member just will not come on back. But we are here to smite a little while tonight. That's it. He, oh, 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 come on brother Donnie come on I want you why don't you come up out of your pew with somebody else come up here tonight I know there's more people that need this than tonight. I know God spoke to me about more than this right here <laughs> smite that call Malik's name call Malik's name, call TJ's name come on sister Linda call brother Dustin's name in the name of Jesus come on why don't you smite the ground a little bit why don't you get mad who cares if you smite three times who cares if you smite a dozen why don't you just get angry and you just keep smiting why don't you smite a little while let those arrows be released. Let that situation be fixed. Let that thing come undone. Come on. la 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 why don't you smite a little while with me why don't you pull that bow back and why don't you send them arrows out i'm sending an arrow out to brother wayne spence huh? i'm sending an arrow out to little ray townsend huh? oh! i'm sending an arrow out to ethan nichols he shot He Oh, let that arrow soar. Let the arrow of deliverance let it be loose. Woo!